Hello, and thank you for tuning in to All Things Guitars and Music, the podcast by Vapor Guitars. Thanks for joining. This is our first episode of 2021. Been taking some time off, uh, getting ready to move out of state and all that. And so uh, on uh, episode 19, we have Sean Michael Lindhoff, singer for Chord 10, Adam Flower, and Mechanism. So we do a little interview. We're at a restaurant in Huntington Beach, uh, Zubies in Huntington Beach, and we had some chicken wings and some beer and had a little chat. So uh, kick back, enjoy the show. Thanks. What's inside your head? And that jam was Sucker Punch from Cortan. Now, enjoy the interview. Thanks. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Vapes with Vapor Guitars. And on this uh, episode 19 of All Things Guitars and Music, I have Sean Linhoff. Yep. The singer for Cortan, Adam Flower, Mechanism, 
Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> Not currently. That's enough for now. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're having a lunch, some chicken wings and beer at Zuby's in Huntington Beach and yeah. uh, doing this interview. Thanks for doing my first podcast of 2021. Ah, my honor. Yeah, Dig, so. Digging it. Yeah, digging so, um, yeah, you might be hearing some country music or traffic because we're sitting outside. That's but, the other thing I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's doing country too. But anyways, I wanted to interview him. He's a endorsee of Vapor Guitars, and um, well, I want to talk to him about his project. So what's going on right now? He does have a few, and so uh, let's just start off with um, what are you currently doing right now at the moment? Well, uh, mechanism is uh, we're working with a drummer out of Brazil, Francis Casal, and. Um, we're having him track some drums on, on some of the tracks. It's it's really industrial. So mechanism. Mechanism, yeah. So we're, yeah, we're heavy too. Right. So we're having Ulrich Wilde is gonna mix it. And so we're just getting all the tracks done and then we're sending it over and we'll have two songs coming out. Yeah. I don't know if you call that an E P but whatever. It's all single it could at be a time. A single. Yeah, single yeah. at a time now, so And uh people I did hear this uh, right before uh, we came into Zuby's uh, he played me a couple songs and it's fucking heavy, dude. Yeah, thanks. It's we're, heavy. I like it. We're stoked. It's in and the lines of Nail Bomb and Frontline Assembly, and you know we've the guy I'm doing it with, Don Spears. We've always we've always liked to find stuff that's original, you know, and it's kind of in the electronic way ever since back in <laughs> way back in way underground back. chicken sound, dude, when we brought in an XP80 Roland. For Jeez. our programming, dude, and that's that's how long we've been into bands like KMFDM and yeah, in that genre. So it's uh, and it's fun. It's it's so fun. Just, that's awesome. I, I like it. And I can't wait to hear the finished product. Yeah, it's uh, it's got like this like epic type thing, and every song has got like an epic feel to it, and it's uh, it's uh, issue based. Mm-hmm. You know, one song's called Millennial Genocide, and it's it's not even about anything. It's just speaking about what's going on and how they're being perceived and yeah. how people are still... Every generation gets perceived in a different way. <laughs> you know, the 70s, the hippies, and they all got typecast and stuff like that. And I don't believe that. I, I, some millennials are in that way, but yeah. they're the smartest generation to a certain extent as far as technology goes that yeah. is current. And the, the basic thing you always hear is that everyone wants them to toughen up, you know, toughen up. Well, who's to say they aren't tough? We haven't hit a spot where, well, we just went through a pandemic. Yeah. So we'll see the end results. I mean, <clears throat> on the other end of it too, it's the high school kids, you know, what? You know, they want to move forward. Oh yeah. They want to move forward and, and having a year taken away from them and, and what does that mean for them moving forward in college and school and stuff like that and job market and the graduating seniors coming out of college that's one thing i thought about I'm like oh my god what are they going to do yeah. you know Parents. my son graduates this year and he's he not into the pandemic or anything like that but he happy he's happy he got to stay at home of course <laughs> you know half yeah. of 11th grade and all of senior year and i'm like well what about senior year is not your big special year he's like i don't give a shit I don't yeah. like any of the people there, you well, know. I mean, he has his hand, handful of friends. Right. But they're all, everyone in that, you know, there's some people that go take classes in high school and then uh-huh. some days at home. 
Yeah. But there's tons, there's a lot more rather just stay at home. Well, I mean, you know. it's just, I guess it's just finding a direction. It seems like a lot of the trades now are, are kind of overwhelming. Some of the, well, the technology is always going to be there, but the trades, people doing things with their hands again and stuff like that. It's a, they made a home That's for always going to be there. Yeah. You so, know. but the point of it is the kids are at home with their parents and if, you know, they, what are we going to do? You're home, you go to school, but keep yourself busy, work on the house. Work yeah. on your, you know, whatever, dial your room in, but yeah. Yeah. So, so that's what, mechanism is kind of in that line. And then the other one is called a- Adam Flowered? <clears throat> yeah, well, I, the other song coming out from Mechanism oh, called yeah. uh, Crashing Down. And it's it's about faith, basically. But yeah, Adam Flower is, uh, all that stuff is pretty much mixed. So- Now is that, are you uh, putting out an album, EP, singles with that? With oh, I, flower? I do that like my basically my partner in that is Ronnie King, mm -hmm. keyboard player, programmer, yeah. and so we kind of make the decisions. You know, we we're we're talking about the path. Yeah, you know, and that's another thing, people. You know, you can do this yourself. You just got to research it, and it's not it's not hard. It's not difficult to put it out and get it distributed, and oh, it's yeah. affordable, and if you really want to go to a, a next level end of it, you're going to have to do a radio campaign. That goes without saying. Yeah. You know, you're going to have to fork out some dough if you want to try and make this your life. Now, for radio campaigns, I, I never got to experience that because I always did shit on my own. But what's the cost of something like a radio campaign? Okay, well, I'm going to give a couple of plugs. Like Tinderbox uh -huh. is, a, is a cool company. They have, they've done 21 Pilots and Imagine Dragons. And then... Uh, Planetary Group did Cortez's last single, and it, and for like, they'll offer campaigns for, uh, well, you can go from eight hundred to ten thousand, eight hundred bucks to ten grand. You know? Is that but, like? For but I'll give you some pricing, uh, twelve hundred to fifteen hundred. They'll get you into uh, three hundred uh, small to medium markets for that college. Okay. You know that which made no sense with the pandemic that just happened, but yeah. Now that everything's getting back. Uh, the way it should be, um, that is, that's a good way to go because that's affordable. Twelve to fifteen hundred between five dudes or five people in a band. You know, you split yeah. that up, and and you'll get some good plays, and you'll end up on Spotify, and <clears throat> end up, and if uh, you really believe in it, and you've used a good producer, and it's at a certain level, uh, it'll do well. Yeah. It, it'll get out there for you, and uh, you got to take the bull by the balls from that point, though. If you're going to pay to do it, you got to put yourself out there and, and make a great video and make some money on YouTube, monetize it, you know, yeah. and do your thing and follow the right path. And the days of just being a, a rock and roll or whatever, a pop guy, and that was it. <laughs> Those are long gone. <laughs> long, long time ago. You gotta work your ass off now and you gotta know it all. And you should anyways, kids. The business part of it is yeah. huge. You do not wanna get taken advantage of because you'll end up quitting. Because yeah, a lot is, of people do. Yeah, because this is bullshit. But yeah, Adam Flower is uh, doing well. I do that with Ronnie and and then Chad Zaliga from Breaking Benjamin and uh, and Black Label Society does all the drums. Yeah. Basically, I, I write a lot of the music and then I use my friends who play better than me. Nice <laughs> to record nice. it, you know. So yeah, well, it works. That, that's the route I go. Yeah, it's it's uh, 
it's cool. And I get to use a multitude of different people and get different ideas and views. And that yeah. extends the music in a, in a different direction. I do like Adam Flower as well as I use your music when I pro my, you know, vapor guitar stuff yeah. with you, with you, you know, holding I really the guitars. really appreciate that. Yeah. So I always use uh, Adam Flower songs and stuff like that. That's awesome. I really appreciate it. We do have a, a cover. We did a, a cover of Depeche Mode, Depeche, World yeah. in My Eyes. Are that you is, releasing that? Yeah, we're going to release it. Um, Clinton Calton from DI and uh, his new band Human did the guitars on that. Nice. Yeah, and Chad played on that. and. Ronnie did all the keys, so it's a nice. good round of players, and it's it's my first cover, so I know you heard it. Yeah, I heard it. Yeah, yeah I'm digging the uh, mechanism and uh, Adam Flower, and then so and then you still have Core Ten going, or what, yeah. what's up with that? Yeah, I mean we uh, we had a previous configuration, and it just uh, you know <clears throat> you try things and you see if they work, like a marriage, and it's uh, mm -hmm. and it just it wasn't the right fit. That's all I'm going to say about that. You know, it just wasn't the right fit or the right people that understood where Core 10 was before. Yeah. And what got us to a certain point of being able to open up for bigger bands and uh, and being accepted yeah. for being punk and doing punk and metal and rock. And uh, yeah, you guys were all that because like uh, a while ago, Core 10, you uh -huh. guys opened up for Fear Factory, what other. Uh, KMFDM, The Misfits, Strung yeah. Out. You know, we were opening up for a, a lot of different bands, and uh, the whole and the best thing about it was the fan base, the people that were there accepted it, and they loved it. And, yeah. You know, we got great write-ups in the OC Weekly, uh, the Misfits show. They said we were the standout of the night. Nice. And that's with the Misfits, so it's who I love. <laughs> God, I love the Misfits, and uh, so that was an honor to play with them. But yeah, so Corten is a uh, We've regrouped with guys that actually understood and yeah. like those genres and want to play it. You have yeah. to want to play that to write it. Yeah. You know what I mean? To write it because you enjoy that style. If you're yeah. just playing it to play it, you're there for the wrong reasons. Yeah, I got to play with the core 10, uh, my band Anger the Giant. We played with you guys yeah. those are some a couple great, of times, right? Those are some great shows. Even with the configuration we previously had, those shows were packed. Oh, yeah. The last one was slammed. Yeah, we did one. Uh, was, was it with, Sunflower Dead? Yeah, Sunflower Dead, us uh, and you guys. And uh, who else was on that? Raven Black, I think. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I Sorry, sorry if we're forgetting somebody. Yeah, <laughs> it was at the Tiki Bar, and it was it's, a good show. It's going, it on, it's going on like three years now or two and a half years now. So It just seemed like it was a year ago. Well, those shows. With the pandemic, it was. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So... Quartet is stoked. We have Francis Casal, the drummer I mentioned before. He's now our permanent drummer. Yeah. He's from a band called Rage In My Eyes out of Brazil. And uh, they open up for Maiden and all those bands. He also plays with uh, Paul Diano. Is that how you pronounce his yeah, name? Yeah, Diano. Diano. The original singer from Maiden, he plays with him. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I love Paul Diano. Yeah, so, but he's another one that understands that, and he teaches drums, so he understands. He loves playing all those different styles. Yeah. You know, so... And then uh, Mark Ritchie from uh, Redline Tragedy is now playing guitar. And he's an amazing singer himself and nice. songwriter. So, who you got playing bass? You have a bass player, or we don't know yet. Okay. Uh, we've been talking with Alejandro Toronto. We want him to play bass. He's uh, he's the owner of Tommy Gun Records in uh, Argentina, 
It looks like he is the bass player. Okay. He's going to do whatever we do. And I love the guy. He's and he's amazing and he's a great producer in himself. He's he's produced bands from over there uh the, the it, Spanish bands Lo, uh, uh, Infierno DSA8 Inferno 18 and Los Fabulosos Cadillacs. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's worked with them. So we're honored to have him play bass. So that's basically the lineup. And you and Duncan. And still. Duncan and myself, yes. Nice. But now that Mark's playing guitar, we have a third singer that is a great singer in himself. And uh, his, his voice and my voice are similar in, in the tonality. So our harmonies, were, that's what we're most stoked on. Is. What's your uh, timeline with Chord 10 like? Are you guys going to rehearse, record music, do shows? We've been uh, offered, you know, all the festivals that are going on. We've been offered yeah. a bunch of it. But Alejandro's in Argentina and Francis is in Brazil and they're all coming back in June. So we're kind of just seeing where we're at. We want to write together. We already had like three songs uh, in the can, Corten did, yeah. that Ulrich handled. And, uh, but we're letting the guys that are with us now redo those drums and stuff like that. So they can have their own voice and yeah. they put their own feel and touch on it. And it's a... Uh, I really don't care. It's fun. I, I like well, this whole process. You know, it's awesome. It's, well, the thing about music, as you know, it has to be fun. Are you? Why would you do it? Yeah. You know, it's a, it's an expensive hobby. Yes. <laughs> You're just gonna do it as a hobby. That's a good uh, T-shirt. <laughs> you know, because you don't make money. Yeah. Well, if you're in it for the money and fame, then you're kind of in it for the wrong thing. Playing yeah. shows and your fan base and building that and. Creating yeah. something with other people is, and that brotherhood or sisterhood that comes with it. Yep. Awesome. You know, spending the time going to a studio in the middle of nowhere or all together there doing it and creating something as a group and a team. You know, if yeah. you've ever played sports or anything like that, it's <clears throat> it's in that same way. Exactly. You know? And exactly. Uh, yeah, it's it's. Winning is the best part of it, but winning in music for me is hearing the final product and you're stoked. Exactly. Yeah, no. yeah so I, I wanted to touch, uh, touch base. Uh, you, were, you were a professional surfer. Yeah, I did that for about yeah. five years. Tell me about that, because everyone knows you with the band, band music stuff. Well, out of high school, uh, I'd always done music. I've always sang, mm -hmm. and uh, I started surfing probably, well, my brother was surfing. You know, and all his friends, so I, I've gravitated towards that. I played football first. Okay. I played, my parents, like a lot of other parents, didn't have the insurance money to pay for you to play tackle, so I played flag football. Yeah. With some notable people, like Sam August, whose father is Robert August. I played with Sam August. Mm -hmm. uh, Robert August was in Endless Summer and Robert August Surfboards. Yeah. And Sam, and we took it all the way to state, and we won the flag football state championship for that. Yeah. And believe me, a lot of these guys that... Uh, went to tackle did flag because of how much you had to avoid it made your avoidance oh yeah you know your avoidance of skills far beyond what running around cones would do yeah I mean, if someone tracing you trying to grab your flag and you're spinning and but uh yeah so i was headed into huntington high and um, i told my mom i go i'm surfing i go but i want to play tackle yeah i'm ready i want to go i want to play well, my parents got divorced, <laughs> and so oh, and so, my mom's like, Sean, what if you break a leg? 
Mm-hmm. You know, what if you break something? I can't afford to pay for that insurance and all that stuff. And my dad, you know, he it was four kids, two sisters. Was, yeah, you know, it was a lot of money to put out. So I just started going hard into surfing and surfing contests. And uh, I always skateboarded a lot, so I I incorporated a lot of aerial stuff into my surfing. And I yeah, I did pretty good. Junior in men's, I ended up 22nd in the state in NSSA, which is National Scholastic Surfing Association. All right. But, you know, it's the 80s. I found my way, you know, to smoking and doing stuff I should have been doing. And and I lost focus. So my pro career was just kind of more of a free surfing thing and and surfed a couple pro events. And uh, I had talked to my mom about it. And she always said, you know, take a couple years off of school, do the surfing thing. Yeah. <clears throat> if you want to go back to school, I'll take care of it. You know, find basically kind of find yourself, you know. And and so I went into Orange Coast and did uh, two years of vocal. And that's, uh, so I got college trained and really learned how to sing. That's another thing, people, if you're going to do it, do it. Get some training. Go learn, man. Go learn how to support and uh, use your diaphragm and and air control and being able to breathe because if you want to move and sing on stage you have to learn how to do it correctly or you'll be done your voice will be gone (laughs) yeah that reminds me bruce dickinson dude that dude i don't know he's i don't know how old he is 60s 60s or something that dude runs around for two and a half hours with iron maiden singing the high vocals yeah. And then flying them to the next city. Yeah. I'm well, like... Well, I've geez. got a good story for you. My manager was uh, James Levesque from Agent Orange. Okay. Rest in peace. And he, uh, he ended up... His brother owned a, a publicity firm called Luck Media. Yeah. So he, he ended up leaving Agent Orange, and he became a publicist. <clears throat> well, he... Um, uh, a Commonwealth CD came across his desk one day. And he, and, he had, and he decided, he goes, I'm going to, uh, I want to manage. So Commonwealth became the first band that he managed. Well, he was a publicist for, uh, for Edgar Winter, mm-hmm. um, Rihanna for a little bit, uh, Kenny Chesney, and, uh, and uh, who else did he have? Uh, some other ones, but anyhow. Those are big the, names. Yeah, the, well, the point of it was is that, uh, Edgar Winter was on that tour with Blue Oyster Cult and uh, and Deep Purple. Okay. So he, I got the honor of that's how I got this picture with Ringo and Edgar Winter and all that stuff. Is I ended up hanging out with those people when he would go out to shows and hang out with them. So to touch back on the vocal thing and running around and Bruce Dickinson. Yeah. So I'm watching Deep Purple, David Gillen, uh, singing, and he's like 62 or something at the time, 65. Mm-hmm. Jim, dude, he did all the vocals himself. He had no back, no one saying, no backing vocals, no nothing, and he fucking got up there and and just belted yeah. for for Jeez. two hours, man. And uh, <clears throat> so I'm backstage and I'm talking to him and I said, dude, way to go, you know? <laughs> He's all, lots of years of doing it, lots of years oh, yeah. of doing it. And he goes, but I got to tell you something. He goes, I just got over here. I just got over here uh, about a week ago yeah. to start this tour. And he goes, he goes, I got off the plane. And he goes, the first thing I wanted was a cheeseburger. <laughs> and so he said, he, he said before the show, because he flew in, 
got yeah. in, uh, got something to eat, and then came to the Pacific Amphitheater. Okay. Came to the show. <laughs> so we're talking about vocals. He goes, yeah, I came over and I had a McDonald's Big Mac. Oh, shit. And he goes, I got on stage. He goes, you couldn't see it. He goes, but I almost shit myself up there. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I go, what? He goes, dude, I, I had to get off. I had to get out of there. That's why we only did one encore or something like that. He said I had to run to the bathroom. I'm like, oh. So that's the story I got. That's my, that's my deep purple story. Damn. Yeah, you don't, don't eat McDonald's or Taco oh, Bell. Coming from the UK. And, yeah. You know, and, uh, and he just got off at LAX. So he went to that McDonald's that's right by the airport. Oh, okay. You know, by the strip club right there, yeah. the LAX strip club. I'm like, damn, that's like probably the worst one you could have went to. But Damn, that's crazy, dude. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, a lot of people probably don't know about your surfing and let you know unless you you know live in Huntington Beach and known you. Yeah, I still love it. I mean, you I go try- surfing. Yeah, yeah, days? and I tried to, I tried to really be an innovator, you know, and and incorporate a lot of leaving the face of the wave, which everyone does now. Okay. So that was my th- my thing was always they used to call me Len Air, Len Air, okay, you know, nice. shit like that and whatever. On the other hand, they call me Lensing, too, because of the fucking dancing shit. But, um, <laughs> well, the vocals and stuff yeah. like that. So, yeah, surfing, uh, yeah, that's, cool. that's the thing is, it's like you look at these things that you choose to do with your life, and surfing is a gamble. Mm-hmm. Singing, being in a band is a gamble. Yep. You know, always have something to fall back on. Thank God my dad was a fine Finnish carpenter. I mean... old school real deal inlaid cabinet just amazing we built a bar at the arches we built a bar at the balboa bay club which for people who aren't in california they're Mm high-end you know they're high-end clubs and high-end restaurants so we we did a lot of that type of work and he taught me you know he taught me since i was a little kid how to be a finished carpenter so that's a good trade to have it's cool because Whatever we do as a band too, I can create cool cabinets and you know what I mean, and yeah. and and change normal cabinets into something else. You know what I mean? The, exactly. You know, and, and the look of them is what I'm getting at. Well, with music and surfing or any, any passion that a person has, you have to have a a job. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. You have to have a job to be able to afford all this shit. You know? Yeah. Because uh, you know, to do a gig, it costs money for everybody. Well, it's like you and the guitars. I mean, that's a gamble. Yeah. That's a that's a big gamble. And it, and you and I are a lot alike. And you, you thought of a different look to the guitars. And you look at what isn't being done. Yeah. You know, that's why I love Mechanism. I put out a blast the other day that there's nothing in Orange County that's even remotely close to what we're doing. And that's I, and that's what we've all that's what I've always done and it appears that that's what you always done with living and stuff like that tried to find your own deal yeah and exactly. uh, anger the giant too it yeah. was very rage against the machine and stripped down and raw and cool and so it's that process thought process that I really really like happy yeah. birthday <laughs> all right yeah well that's Zuby's Huntington Beach <laughs> and Zuby's is happening inside too yeah so but I did. I thought about this before I came over, and what and what I was going to say. What I like about the guitars, well, they come for one. They come ready to play, right? Oh yeah. The intonation, everything is. It's all there. I didn't have to do any adjustments. You can go up and down the neck flawlessly, yeah, effortlessly, and the weight 
the weight is a big thing for a lot of musicians these days. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's a known fact that heavy guitars lead to serious back problems. And, yeah. uh, you know, even if you're a kid, it could destroy you, just like the backpacks, you know, that destroy oh, the yeah. backs, you know. So you've kept the the weight and everything right. Uh, yep. At a, a, All matte finishes. Yeah, it's, well, it's the playability and the look of it that I love. And yeah. so I'm really, really stoked. Thank you. And I appreciate they're, they're that. Amazing dude. guitars, man. They come ready, ready to go. You step yeah. on stage with it. Because like when I, when I sell a guitar, I do spend like I've been spending since Sunday with this uh, white VMT. That's my Tele style because I'm selling it tomorrow. Okay. So Sunday, set it up, new strings and everything, and I'm playing it every day. I play. I spend time just to make sure. Yeah. Every single note, you well, know. That's, that's what's important. It's nothing is <laughs> in work in finished carpentry. If you're old school, nobody finishes correctly anymore in that world. Really? It's it's you either know the tech part of it and can't do the fabrication part of it. It's yeah. it's it's just um like yeah, they're paper, paper employees basically. They've learned everything they need to learn, but they've never done it, so they they lack the muscle memory and everything like that. And that's what's tough. But that comes with time. And if you're committed in anything you do, if you're committed, yeah. you'll find satisfaction in different ways. Yeah. You know, Corten's previous configuration. You know, there was a lot of stars that were out in front of it, and. Mm -hmm. uh, but that really wasn't what was important to me. It was to other people, but what's important is the creative element. And like we were talking about earlier, it's all parts of it. Yeah. You, you, you know, if you're gonna do it, get a great producer. You know, I'm so lucky to have Ronnie yeah. King, you know, he's Grammy nominated last year, and he goes all over the place from Cali Reggae to Ramstein. You know, he's all over the place. Yeah, and, and he has this killer studio out there. What uh, Chateau Relaxo? And is that he, Palm Springs? Palm it's uh, it's kind of <clears throat> he calls it thermal, but it's like on the border of thermal in India, and it's uh, it's amazing, Jim. I love it out there, dude. I mean, it's you're gonna go, Indio. you're gonna go with us. It's it's on a forty acre date palm orchard, and like during different parts of the year, you come out in the morning and you and it's and it's two stories, and he's All got right. a he's got a surrounding deck that surrounds this house, a big yeah. old deck. And it's a it's an L-shaped house, uh, L-shaped chateau. Yeah. And uh, on one side, it'll be nothing but strawberries. And then on another side, it'll be nothing but bell peppers. Oh, geez. And then on the other side, it's date palms. And then, I'm not kidding. And then on the fourth side, it's all grape vineyards. Are those, that's all his? That's, uh, yeah, it's part of the whole uh, 40 acres. Jeez. So, but, He's not, he, he uh, they're owners, part owners of it, but uh, the studio, there's no cars. There's nobody around. You can play till four in the morning. And you know, you just keep playing as inspiration comes and you can work all night. Yeah. There's no one there to bother you. And plus you're in the middle of the desert. And they know? got a swimming pool. Yeah, so it's, it's like a, a tennis court, a swimming pool. There's, <laughs> it's, it's very desert style, okay? There's, there's a palapa, yeah. but next to the, where you can barbecue, but next to the palapa is a, uh, what do they call those things? A launcher for skeets. Oh, you shit. You skeet okay. shoot, and, uh, and then there's a couple reservoirs. 
Yeah. So you can go fish and catch bass. And so it's, it's one of those places that I've been so blessed to be able to go to. And create for, and record. God, for almost 10 years now, you know? That's like an ideal place right there, dude. Yeah, it's uh, if you want to look it up, people, and you're looking for a place to location destination. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, it's affordable, but it's still a little up there because you're sleeping there. You know, you never leave. You don't have to leave. You can go there, book it for a week, and the place has like five bedrooms and, like Jim said, a full Olympic-sized swimming pool, and. Uh, Nice. You get up in the morning, and you know how the desert is when it's I like that—that it. that still heat, and yeah. there's no wind. Yeah. And you just walk into the water, and the and the outside's so hot, but the water's a little cold. Yeah. Those Love are the it. things. Those little things that, that uh, they add that little memory to your memory. You know yeah. these things and, and how it is. Yeah. So. All right. Yeah, it's called Chateau Relaxo. But uh, nice. So, um, getting towards the end. Yep. Um, so. In store, we're going to be seeing Chord 10 live. Yes, and uh, new tracks coming out. Uh, videos, videos already done for uh, the new song "Your Own Demise," which is uh, bringing awareness to uh, domestic abuse and violence. Okay, it's very punk. We did a lot of the recording at Screaming Leopard, Pennywise's place. Okay, so it's got that feel and sound. Uh, yeah, with Darian Rundall, who does a lot of Pennywise's stuff and uh, suicidal. Okay. And Ronnie did all the keys, but we're just using like a few different producers, and that's another thing too. Is make sure whatever producer you get, look at their history, and, and do they do what you do? Yeah. You know, with Ulrich, it was a no-brainer. The Static X. And oh yeah. Zombie, and it was. He understood what I sent him. Yeah. You know, he got it. He's and, a big-time producer, man. Yeah, he's a good dude. He's uh. He's a good dude for taking chances on people. Yeah. You know? And that's a big part of it, too. Now we're going to see... Uh, we'll, we'll finish out, uh, but I wanted to tell, say this. Always be sincere. Yeah. You know? Always just be you. Try not to be too much of a name dropper. Just be honest. And tell them, because they're going to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. So are we going to be seeing any uh, live shows with Adam Flower and Mechanism? Well... I'm in the process of putting everything and getting everything mixed and finished and the artwork all done. Okay. So, Adam Flower may go out for a while. Um, we've had some House of Blues offers and stuff like that already. And uh, Nice. So, we're just kind of a... Ronnie and I are just kind of sitting and because we know the music is where it is. We, and we're stoked on it and we know what it is and, and it has a home. Yeah. So it'll go where it's supposed to go when we're ready for it to go. Nice. You so. want to tell the people how we could reach you? Uh, what websites and all that? Well, uh, Corten is, all of it's on Facebook, obviously. All of it's on Instagram. Uh, Corten is CortenTheBand.com. You put that in on Instagram, you'll find it. All right. Uh, Adam Flower, it's Lenhoff slash Adam Flower on okay. there. Uh, it's on YouTube also. If you want to listen to some tracks on YouTube from Adam Flower, uh, Slip Away and Beauty are up there right now. Yeah. And uh, Mechanism, it's just, I'm so happy about is we're finally going to start mixing and stuff. Yeah, and nice. heading into that whole process. That I can't I, wait to hear that stuff while oh, I'm it's done. Gonna be, it's going to be epic. Because the Rob track sounded fucking heavy, dude. Yeah, thanks. It, it, it was the guitar tones. I don't know what, what 
amps or what you're using. Yeah. But the guitar tones are fucking really heavy. Thanks, man. And Ulrich Wild is going to be doing that. Uh, Mick, or Ulrich, yeah, Ulrich's going to be handling yeah. that too. He's already had a little taste of it, and he's already given us some production tips or where he wants us to go, things okay. he wants done. So. Well, that's nice to have him in your corner. Yeah, it is. And the big part of this pandemic, which has been great, is people have been focusing on their own recording programs. Yeah, and people are doing to, it themselves. Yeah, learning how to do it in. And whether the producers tell you or not, yeah, it makes them very happy to get some shit that's recorded correctly, and they don't have to do all that editing, and they don't have to deal with you uh, tracking in their studio. Well, the younger people these days, they're doing it themselves. Yeah, like my son and his friend, they released a couple of songs on uh, SoundCloud. Perfect. And I don't know the younger people; they just get tons of plays just putting it out on SoundCloud. Yeah. Well, that's the way to go. And you just put out some, you know, if you keep a little mysticism in there and you aren't so blatant with everything. Yeah. Like, I know we're wrapping this up, but Zeppelin back in the day, it was so hard to find even a picture of them when they first came out. True. You know, people were having troubles even. I mean, that one picture they did put out was just their silhouettes. And Tool followed that kind of thing, oh, yeah. kind of course, you know, and it's and it turns them into fanatical fans. It does. I mean, well, the guys in Tool, I don't know, maybe not Maynard or something like that, or the guitar player. Well, Adam now Jones. they're more visual, but yeah, but it's like, what was it? The guys in Chevelle. Okay. Uh, the singer I read that he, uh, when he does Chevelle shows, no. he'll walk in a crowd and people don't know him. Yeah. Yeah. But they're all there to see Chevelle. Right. You know what I mean? Well, that's one thing I, I guess we could finish up. I always say, uh, uh, well, Cortez is kind of both. Duncan's kind of the blatant, huge, shirtless beast. Yeah. And I'm the hooded that you can't even see my face. Yeah. Which I like because it's a transition between blatancy and mysticism. Yep. But for me, I always prefer mysticism over blatancy. Because uh, it yeah. can be perceived as clownish. <laughs> you know yeah you know it's i yeah. hear you man i need attention yeah. all right well thank you uh for doing uh, all things guitars and music absolutely um that was sean michael lindhoff people with uh again mechanism adam flower and Corten. oh yeah and uh oh, yeah. we're gonna <laughs> i'm gonna end the show with the uh let's song uh, adam flower song okay uh which one would you like because at the beginning of the show I'm gonna play a core ten song. Okay. And then uh, going out of the show, I'll do an Adam Flower song. Slip away is fine. Slip, slip away. away. It'll be good, yeah. I would play a mechanism, but it's not ready yet. You know, maybe I'll give you. Well, you have the Depeche mode. Maybe you could take an excerpt out of that. Okay. So people get a taste of that. All right. So yeah, it'll be a world in my eyes by Depeche mode. So. Nice. Thanks, Jim, for this. Right. Well, awesome. thank you for doing the show. I really appreciate yeah. it, brother. Absolutely. And Stoked. then uh, we'll be seeing you with more vapor guitars. And Black Flies. Yeah, and Solon. And Solon. Thank you to all those guys. Honestly, yeah. you've been really awesome. A lifelong. Yeah, I'll throw up some links to you uh, for your projects okay. uh, on my website. All right, well, thanks again. Here we are signing off from Zubies. Yeah, Zubies <laughs> in Huntington Beach. Thanks. See you later.
And that was Slip Away by Adam Flower. Thank you for listening to All Things Guitars and Music. You can reach us on Instagram. Just type in All Things Guitars and Music on Instagram. You can reach us. And you can reach Vapor Guitars at VaporGuitars.com and Vapor Guitars on Instagram and on Facebook. Thank you. Until next time.